We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, Reality Check Master, Tiffany Meeks. Yes. We got the great Siobhan, <laughs> bottom right corner. Yes. And his return. Not only did Bam and Tyler return to the Heat lineup, Christian Hernandez, statistician and Photoshopper, returns to our lineup. Look at that beautiful face here on twitch.tv slash Miami Heat Beat. What's up, Chris? How much, man? I, it was so funny. I was thinking it really was perfect timing because I know that Tyler and Bam have been out and I haven't watched a game in a while. I've just had a lot of stuff going on. And I did not know that either of them were going to be playing tonight. And then all of a sudden I turn it on and they're all in the game. And I'm like, oh, well, this is just great. So <laughs> it's like right where we left off. What a nice surprise. About damn time you're back. Damn right. About damn time you're back. Uh, we're happy to have you back. And we're happy to listen. We have a lot to talk about today. This was mm. quite the adventure of a game. What what looked like it could have been Miami's best win of the season uh, turned yeah. into another uh, kind of the tale of what's always been. <sighs> Let's start with the end of the game, Tiff. As chat says, I'm dressed like an undercover cop. <laughs> <laughs> One weed, please. Listen, you <laughs> like he posted up at the metro station. <laughs> What do you, um, Tiff? I want to. I yes. want to start with you. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the end of the game. The yes. lineup that was used was Tyler Duncan, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and um, Josh. The other guy? And Josh. Josh. Tiff, how do we feel about that lineup? And specifically, what do you think of the decision for Jimmy Butler to guard Carl Anthony Towns? instead of Rudy Gobert late? I mean, one, I feel bad about that lineup. If you – so if you're going to go small, that means you need more of Jimmy on defense, which, I, like I said to you earlier, I didn't like him on, on um, 
on Cat because it took away his ability to get into the lanes and to help everybody, which means Jimmy needed to stay home on Cat. Had he been on Rudy, like I was laughing all night at Rudy's shots. Like we gotta we gotta stop <laughs> acting like this man can score the ball. This man is twelve feet tall and can't make a layup. So you you want your best defender on the floor to have some range in his defense. And I feel like Jimmy would have, because he reads the lanes the best on the entire team, he could have got out there and helped. And also enough to at least recover and take a whack at Rudy. Like, we have to be honest, especially if you're going to go small. I didn't like the idea of them going small either, but that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, and that's kind of like the dueling thing. Because on one hand, Christian, you have Tyler and Duncan who have historically not been a good defensive combo together. And as Tiff said, they decided to go small. You know, Kevin Love was playing really well. You could have gone Highsmith. even could have gone Caleb to give you a little, if you're going to go small, a little more length because uh, they, they they opted to go with Josh. If if they if you put Jimmy right. on, on Gobert, Gobert's still going to be the screener. You could switch every pick and roll. Right, which is just good for you at that point. And then Bam can be on cat, kind of come off to help. And every, I think Tiff said it beautifully. Christian, where are you at with this? Because it was frustrating for me, and I tweeted about it, and we were talking about it in our chat. I mean, you think about what can you realistically change? Like who in that, you know, closing five is probably a question mark. Obviously, we're looking at Josh. And he had some nice moments offensively tonight. But we got a real problem with him on defense. Yes. Like, I don't know if every night has been like tonight was. Nas Reed took him off the dribble. He looked like his feet were in cement blocks. Christian, a lot of the nights have looked like Christian, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the team. it's, It's not good. And I'm sitting here wondering, how is he getting those minutes over Jaime? I mean, but then I remember... It's December, and Spo has already decided what he's going to do, and it does not matter what happens on the court. He's going to do what he wants to do. So, you know. I, I'm just surprised that Caleb didn't even get the – because I thought Caleb was, you know – and I think Caleb's been a little slow defensively, Bond, to kind of start his season. But I don't know. I, I just think he gives you a little bit more veteran savvy. And, and maybe, you know, Spo makes promises. I mean, Josh came for the minimum. And Spo made the call personally. So I understand there's yeah. going to be part of that that's going on. That's supposed to like, hey, I, I promise you this when you w- to, to bring you here when uh, when we were at DEFCON 1. So, but yeah, but I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going all over the place. But I want to get your thoughts yeah, on, on their decision to go small because I thought that was a really interesting kind of choice. And and honestly, it they could not stop Minnesota at all with that lineup. And so I think it it was compounded by the fact that they got Jimmy in so late. So not only were you small when he was eventually able to get in, but even before that, like it it took so long to get. He came in with I think like five fifty six left. Um, and I I I personally want to you know see him get in, in the, especially in the fourth, and it's a tight game, and you need him on multiple ends um, somewhere around seven or eight. But to you and Tip's point about the decision to put him on cat like tip said yeah now he's having to work and then when cat eventually does find himself closer to the basket now you're still going to send the double because you have to and so now you're creating pro it's and it's probably going to be bam so now there's dump offs and these things and um you know jimmy's going to fight and the the way that he you know is always going to but I, I look at stuff like that that box out like he had a great box out but go up 
<laughs> like, and I don't know who else on it's the team December. would have had. <laughs> sure. I don't know who else would have no, had. No, I agree with you. But I'm you just know, saying. that's sturdy of a box out, but that stressed me out. But I agree. I thought that, um, and, and, and to be fair and to be honest, I think Josh was getting eaten up defensively. Caleb was getting eaten up defensively. Jaime mm-hmm. was getting eaten up defensively as spots. Nas is a, a big body. They have dribble penetrators. Um, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is a good shooter for them. So I think we just had a lot of kind of, uh, you know, holes around the perimeter yeah. defensively anyway. But I would have liked to seen them go bigger. We welcome in. I'm weak. Alphonse Sidney. <laughs> Send Smo to Gitmo. Is he there? I just see him. Oh, there he is. Hi, Alf. Is, is Alf in Gitmo? Dude, Alf is coming just, to just, us from 2013. I just, I just said, don't bring me in yet. I don't know if my connection is any good. Oh, I, I did not get that message. <laughs> oh, Alf, Alf joining live from Kenny's internet. I was going to say, is this from your phone hotspot? Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Oh, no, no. He's Alf wants to set. Well, so. Can you hear us? Okay. Well, well, we'll Alf okay. will figure this out. We'll we'll bring him Alf's back. Alf's on free public yeah. Wi-Fi. We'll, we'll we'll bring we'll we'll bring him back in a second. I'm sure he has a lot to say about Josh Richardson. We, we do not want to miss that. Um, Tiff, let's let's talk about their zone a little bit, and then we'll go around the room on that. I I thought it was kind of actually before we talk about the zone because we will get to that. Well, let's stick in. Let's stay in the fourth quarter. Tiff, I wanted them to use Duncan more and handoff and pick and roll with Bam against Gobert because it just felt like they were getting good offense every time they did that. And yep. Bam seemed like he was just going at Rudy in, in a way that I didn't feel was too effective. And and who makes that decision? I, listen, I don't know if that comes from, uh, from the guy on the sideline or what, but you know, like some, someone has to decide what's working and what's not working. I kind of feel like, and I never say this too much about Bam, but I feel like he had his chest puffed up. Like he was, because there was probably about six possessions in a row where he did it the exact same thing, the exact same time, the exact same way. And four of the times it was unsuccessful. The other times he lost the ball. So it just seemed like he got headstrong in those movements. And the other thing is once he starts doing that, Duncan's pretty much just out there. He's just pretty much out there. Jimmy's taking up space underneath. There's nowhere, if Duncan wanted to make a cut, there's nowhere for him to cut. So it it just kind of like stagnated the offense to a point where there was really nothing to do. And then it gets back to, okay, I mean, Trevor, you you can disagree with the way Bam (laughs) played, but it is what it is. Like there were moments where he took them out of the offense. And it's okay to say that because it's what happened. Duncan is out there to shoot. That's what he's out there for. At some point, and I said in the chat, it's time to get Duncan back in the game. It's not time to get him back in the game to be a decoy. It's time for him to shoot the ball. Like, they have to figure out a balance. And the balance is, if you got to run that that play with Bam and Duncan 100 times and it works 70 times, then you're going to have to keep doing it. They have to figure out a way to keep other people involved, but also, like, you got one shooter. He has to shoot. So I just didn't – I don't know. I got a little bit frustrated with that, and I got frustrated with the fact that, like, the minutes just didn't seem balanced. And I get it. Everybody came back. We got everybody healthy. But you've got to figure out a way to get Jimmy 
more minutes and get Duncan more minutes. And guess what? You may have to take from Josh, which I'm okay with. Uh, We could have done with a little less Tyler in the second half once he started doing a lot of one-on-one action. Like, it it just all just seemed very cluttered at the end. Bon, go ahead, because I saw you ready to jump in. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. I think that there was space to keep Duncan there. That stretch, I think it was either the second or third quarter, um, the second unit had a, a solid chunk. Um, and then the subs were Jimmy and someone else. Um, and I thought, but but Duncan came out, and I thought that there was space to keep Duncan in for that. I agree with you. I think that it kind of got cluttered a little bit, but this is, this is what December. I think it was Jimmy and Josh. Yeah. I think it was Jimmy it and was. Josh. But but this is December. This is what this is. This is yeah. what you know. Trying to meld uh, kind of all of this together looks like. Pod name. It's December. This is December. <laughs> it's December. <laughs> Christian, how did you feel about about Bam's kind of overall night? Because I think on one hand you like the aggression. Because I think Bam of last year, even the year before, he got sunned by Gobert. I mean that it was embarrassing. Like he got owned, but he kept going at him and. On one hand, I agree with Tiff that that absolutely took them out of their offense. On the other hand, I'm like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, big dog, because you you didn't pack it in and you just kept shooting. So I'm I'm curious, Chris, where you stand because I I think it was like you're happy. You're like you're kind of proud of them. On the other hand, you're like you got to be better. I don't know. I mean, I love. I mean, obviously, I get the aggression to go. Barry's just got like such a punchable, chokeable, chokeable. face, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was thinking a lot during the game. I was like, yes. I was like, it's very clear you should not just be taking the ball off the dribble right at Rudy Gobert where, yeah, you may get a poster and it's going to be sick and that clip is going to be awesome. But seven times out of ten, that's a tough fucking shot, yeah. you know, and that's what they ended up being for him. And so it's like you think about last year and how he was and, and the previous years where there were so many nights where the complaint we had was he's just not assertive enough he needs to be more Mm -hmm. aggressive and tonight he had the aggression dialed to a thousand so he just needs to he was over here before tonight he was like like you know like full (laughs) throttle he's gotta be like here and in control and utilizing it but knowing when to you know take the ball out and like <laughs> let other people create like off the attention, you know, you've made for yourself, like, you know, building a position in the post. Like he led the team. Don't, shots, don't get like tunnel vision. Right. 22 shots. Tyler second most with 18. So those dudes, those dudes came out ready to shoot Bam with the, the four turnovers. That was, can I say one thing to that Christian? I think that though, like us, the assertion, the aggression is going to look different, like matchup to matchup. Like you have the, the you got the twin towers in there. So your typical aggression, tip to your point about him puffing his chest a little bit. I think we saw, and Alf talked about it in the who the fuck does Jaron play for in the oh, Grizzlies Memphis. game. Certain types of matchups, I, and yeah. I, I understand it mentally, wanting to you know show that you can hang and prove yourself with these dudes, and not even that he needs to prove himself. But I think that like aggression like i said aggression and assertion look different um against different matchups and i think the the this is is finding out um you know what that looks like matchup yeah no and to some degree you're you had to work with what you have around you and to me i'm still not understanding i don't know if is is there like some unknown minutes cap 
for Kevin Love on a nightly basis, but like tonight was a night where he should be getting significant fourth yeah. quarter minutes, and yeah. we got none of that. And you have to wonder why. He played twenty three on the night as we welcome in Alphonse Sydney. Tell us how you feel, Alf, because today was not a lot of people are happy. Chat's not happy. We're 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 making the most of it. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Your internet. First better. of all. First of all, let me say, can can you guys hear me now? You look mm-hmm. crystal clear yeah. and beautiful. I'm actually yeah, on my right. phone. I'm on my phone hotspot now. Because uh, the Yo, first person I'd like to call hotspot. Yeah, because the first person I'd like to call out is Spectrum fucking cable in Roswell, <laughs> Georgia. You fucking suck, okay? You're the fucking worst cable company I've ever dealt with Wait, in my fucking see- life. Second of all, Spectrum. Oh, what does it start with? SP. Spo. That's my second fucking problem, all right? <laughs> Listen, your allegiance to fucking Josh Richardson is going to fuck us, okay, bro? Like, you're, <laughs> this, is, this is fucking stupid at this point. Yes. Everybody, right. everybody in within the, like, anybody who is watching this game was like, why is Josh Richardson in there over mm-hmm. Caleb Martin, who is playing fine? Um, Kevin Love, who is playing fine? Um, Haywood Highsmith, who wasn't even playing that well, but he's better than fucking Josh Richardson. Like, listen, if, if, if the point is to have another ball handler out there, fucking Josh Richardson shouldn't be handling the ball anyway. Like, what are we doing? Like, he's not a ball handler. Like, stop, Spo. Listen, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you promised this dude. I don't know what it is. But listen, you're going to fuck us with this bullshit with Josh Richardson closing games. And then, and then next, my next thing. I'm, I don't know what you guys have covered. Because I only no, got no, about three and a half. You're hitting it. You're hitting it. You're hitting it. Like three and a half. Like just fucking bam out of bio. Listen, brother. We just listen. got through with that. Yeah. Listen, I know you want a depoy. I know you want it. I want it for you, my brother. I want I want you to have a depoy. But you cannot lose your fucking mind every time you play a depoy candidate and start acting like an asshole. Like play with like, like play within the fucking concept of the team's offense. I don't know what you're doing. Rudy Gobert is really good at protecting really the rim. He's a good defender. Don't know what the fuck gets into you. Anytime you see a fucking deep point candidate, you lose your fucking shit. All right. Calm Except the Jaren fuck Jackson. down. No, he tried it with Jaron. And no, but he hundred percent tried it with Jaron. But it worked single time. It works. Uh, I get Jaren. It, no, it takes away from, from what the rest of the team is doing. That's Stop what Tiff. Out. That's exactly what Tiff was saying. He presses. He presses. Okay. And we 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 lose the plot of the whole fucking thing. Go ahead, Christian. I have, I have a fundamental question about this team tonight. We had mm-hmm. their three. I wasn't. Done. I got players. one more for your ass. But go ahead. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> okay. We'll circle back. I'll, okay, no, no, no. I'll yeah. finish, finish. I'll remember. I'll okay, remember. Alf. You finish. Okay. Go ahead, Alf. Ask his fundamental Jimmy, question. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Okay. Most asshole three I've ever seen in my life. Right into it. I, I've did, never did hated he him more. think there was no time left on the shot clock? All right? And and I'm a, honestly, this is Spo and Jimmy together. Just back to Spo. The, thank you. The <laughs> play out of the timeout was a flat-footed step back three from Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler with Tyler Hill and Dory Robinson on the court. How can you even be upset at this point? That's the 18th time that's right. happened. At least it's at the end of a clock. This one wasn't even necessary. Yeah. Like, there was no reason. Like, you could have literally gone for a layup. Like, it was the dumbest shot in the history of Miami Heat basketball that wasn't shot by Josh Richardson. Like, non-Josh Richardson shots, that's the dumbest shot in the history of Miami Heat basketball. Gerald Green put it here, man. 
and and they, that's still way up there. Like it was <laughs> yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then Spo, like, listen, the cute shit bringing Jimmy back in with four and a half minutes to play after you've already given up a double digit lead. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, like do you not want to win games? Like, what are we at doing? home? These fans paid for that. Listen, <laughs> good fucking American money. And I love. And that. you know, you know what we need to do. When we have Jimmy, and this is my biggest fucking problem, why I'm most upset tonight. When we have Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo, we need to win fucking games. We need to stack wins when we have our best three players on the floor. And uh, at home. And what the fuck did we do? We sold tonight on a night we really should have got a fucking win, a signature win this season. Yes. And we don't have many of those. We beat the Lakers while they were still trying to figure out how to tie their shoes. After that, we don't have a lot of really good wins. A lot of this Chicago's could have been a really big win. You had your three guys back. <laughs> You're at home, and look what the fuck they did. Like this is, and it, it just it just boggles my mind. And honestly, it's it's not you're out talented. It's not like you're out coached. You just make stupid decisions over the course of the last one and a half quarters, and just give give yourself no shot to win the game. I don't know, man. That point. defense is suspect. Well, yeah. no, I'll our defense you. is suspect. Yes. Is it? Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it looked a lot better tonight when Bam's back, but it's still suspect. And they their zone <laughs> looked really good today in the first half. It was non-existent in the second half, and it made no sense when you have Tyler and Duncan closing a game together, and especially in those lineups without Jimmy out there. Like I have no idea why they didn't go to the zone because they last have... thing, last thing before I leave. Oh, they shouldn't be closing together. To That's probably yeah, why. Not, no, but you know what the problem That's is? Probably... They were not even the fucking problem on defense. Hey, I didn't boy. see Duncan get cooked. I didn't see Tyler yeah. get cooked. Tyler was going way too under on every Conley screen. It was. But you know who great. got cooked? Land who, got his, who got his ass roasted the whole Are fucking you... last? Please don't say Jay Rich. Please don't say Jimmy. Our point of attack defender, who <laughs> honestly, I'm, I listen. I don't know. Like he yeah, is honestly, the point of attack. Yes, the point to attack. I mean, literally, literally. <laughs> if if Anthony Edwards wanted rich. kids, he could have Josh Richardson's firstborn. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all something. We we. Like I, Josh' defense is terrible, but man, Josh, uh, uh, my guy Caleb and Jimmy, they all got fucking roasted tonight. Yeah, like they oh, we Josh. we they all got. I mean, yes, Josh got the the, the biggest stick, but they Shockingly, all three of them, all three of them got roasted. Not Kevin Love, not Duncan Robinson. What a world. Well, first of all, Kevin Love should have um. We, when we gonna be honest? Like Kevin Love should have closed. I agree. That's what I've but been see, saying. That's because Kevin and Duncan know that they're not great defenders. We have great defenders or people who are supposed to be great defenders who are like fundamentally undisciplined. I feel like you tweeted. You guys want to know a really cool stat I was looking at before the game? Well, yeah. this is from before the game, but the Heat are plus sixteen point five net with Love and Hawkins in the game this season. Well, Sounds fucking right to me. Because and I'm wondering know, why shouldn't they be the ones closing around? Because they know their weaknesses and they don't go out of those weaknesses. They exactly. stay within also, themselves. Anytime that the Heat are playing two traditional bigs, play Bam and Kevin Love together. I mean, I don't know how many times it has to work, 
before Spoh just – Spoh even looked at the lineups today and said, oh, Kevin Love should be out there because this team plays two <laughs> traditional bigs, right? And then we just go away from it in the fourth quarter and you see what happens. And like, and then, like we're like, oh, Josh Richardson should be – No. It's Josh Richardson thing, man. I feel like I we're in whatever year this was that we were poolside at Duffy's. But Christian, I've been saying it since then. He's not a good defender. You said he just been right ever since. You just said he Patrick waves Beverly his arms just around. be tricking y'all. Patrick Beverly be tricking y'all. <laughs> okay, but hold on. Can I ask my fundamental question before yes. Al tries oh, to leave? Please. Okay, tonight we we got a game where you had their supposed three best players. Mm-hmm. In those kinds of games, do you think that Bam should have twenty-two field goal attempts? What a great question. <sighs> I think I'm like any night. Let's ignore the fact that tonight he was facing really wait, wait, fucking wait. no bear. I'm can I can I answer night. this real quick? For, oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tiff. I'm arguing the mic. So I I said something, and I think I think it was I said it to Bond earlier when I said I was okay with Tyler and Bam taking those shots in the beginning because I thought it would level out. Yes. That's what I thought. I thought at some point... Jimmy taking over later. Right, right, right. right. So I thought at some point, theirs would come down, and then Jimmy would slowly start to ratchet his up by the middle of the third into the fourth. It just didn't happen. So the way it ended, no. I, I don't like the way it ended. But I was okay with the beginning. It's just they didn't... Re- no, no one ever got into that type of flow where they realized they were all playing together. This is what I don't like about the three of them because often or not, this is what they look like. They take turns. Yep. Very. They take turns, and then when it, when it, when it's their turn, they press because and 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 Christian, what I will say to your question is, it's matchup dependent, right? It yeah. depends on what the flow of the offense is. What if, if Bam has 22 field goal attempts and we don't feel like any of them are forced, that's fine. Yes. If, that's if, if Tyler has 22 field goal attempts, if anybody has 22. But what I will say with this team is most of the time, if it anyone looks like has this. that many field goal attempts, it's yes. a problem. It looks because like that this. is not what the offense should be. Or maybe, maybe, maybe that's what they want the offense to be. But what we've seen, the best version of this offense is the open man shoots. Mm-hmm. Or we there's movement, there's cutting, there's passing. When one guy is shooting 22 field goal attempts against Rudy fucking Gobert, it's a fucking problem. Like it's we already know how it. that's gonna go. It's the way I agree, G. Go ahead. Yeah, it's the way he does it. It's like yes, if he's getting those 22 shots off pick and rolls with Duncan tonight, I like that because if you're getting the ball back in the pick and roll, that means that Gobert's stepped out to the shooter. And you have basically a one-on-one, you know, with a smaller guy or a guy that you can beat. Not the catch the ball at the nail and make a move or pump fake. And listen, he hit the jumper today. And he's been like a medium to okay jump shooter this year. And he's taken like quite a bit of them. I think it's good for the regular season for him to take them. But as we, he's 43 and a half percent. He's in the 54th percentile for mid-range jumpers. That's like considering how many he takes. Mm -hmm. I think you want him to be a little bit better or take more shots at the rim where obviously he's been a great finisher his whole career. So it just it's just kind of the way that he gets shots and the kinds of like Alf said, it's just it's all contextual. Yeah, and I, I, I agree would with, imagine I agree with I, Weird Alf. 
in chat. He's like, in a yeah. December game where your other stars are trying and your other stars are trying to get back to rhythm, 22 is good. I agree. I I don't know if it's good. The number's good. I think it's understandable. Yeah. I think you can justify it. That doesn't mean it's necessarily good. But the that was that. Siobhan, I would, I would agree with that if nobody else is playing well. Agree. Yeah. It's not, just because Jimmy wasn't playing well. Like they have got, they've won a lot of games this year without Bam and without Tyler. And when Jimmy didn't show up for three and a half quarters, and they've won these games, right? Because they trusted each other, they moved the ball around, and other guys scored. What happened tonight was Jimmy Jimmy was selling for most of the game. Tyler was playing well, and then Bam was pressing, so that nobody else was able to get involved, right? Like that's where the twenty-two field goal attempt bothers me. Because there were other guys that could have played well and were playing well, right? Like Duncan was Duncan was shooting at a high percentage. Kevin Love was playing well, but and then but then at the same time, like you look at Spoh's closing lineup, he kind of did. He really didn't give Bam a lot of options. We snap. It sounds it sounds like you're in space, though. Yeah. Like the whole time or just now. Uh, un- un- it just happened like out of nowhere. Unlogical setup. I know, I was like, using a oh, sock. Was a mic. No one's gonna say anything. It's gonna be great. You were having a great. You were you were just you were just going, and I I just think uh, Tone says that you look. You sound like you're taking his yeah. McDonald's order. There you go. Better. Oh, my oh much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha's face screaming. There's a meteor <laughs> coming. <laughs> we, hey, look tonight we snapped Triple J's uh, double digit streak. Who he got about he he we got in foul trouble, it. which is I think I think was what like yeah, probably happened. nine yeah, field goal it. attempts that should have went to him. <laughs> Real I quick, I think the Bam I, stuff. I, I'm quick, yeah, I think ahead, it Tim. depends on how it comes. Tiff, what do you got? What you I say? just, uh, I'm just I I I just need them to just get it together. I need at some point either Jimmy rest or Jimmy be active. Like it, it, it can't be it can't be more of this because more of this is gonna lose us more games. So at some point, I need somebody to take the reins. Because what, what they what they did towards the end of the game, that doesn't work. What if they wanna be the sixth seed? And hear me out. I'm you don't start that, that in December. One more home game. <laughs> you don't start that saying. in December. You don't start that saying. in December. <laughs> Could I? Do you guys? I, I agree with chat right now. Poltergeist says Kyle Lowry wouldn't have let him go off like that. No, I agree. No, but I was going to ask do you: Do you do you guys think Kyle Lowry would? Do you think Kyle Lowry makes a difference in this game? Because he's I a do. Thick red line. I think he makes a difference in yeah. every game when he's healthy. I do. I, do. I don't. I don't want this backcourt. I want Kyle Lowry starting in this backcourt. I, I don't care which one of them. I don't care which one of them you sit. Don't. I don't care which one who you sit, Duncan or Tyler. Like, I don't care. But at some point, those little things, Kyle makes such a big-ass difference. Yeah. And you, and there was no oh, steadying influence. Christian, oh, the big-ass part, right? I know. I'm sorry. I, I, damn it. Damn it. I forgot I was up here with Christian. That's his nickname, big-ass difference. <laughs> but, those st- but the steadying things that he does, we didn't get that tonight. Did anybody take a charge? Did anybody get a hard foul? Did anybody get any of those things? That's such like, a great point. Where were that? Where did we get a lot of go-ahead passes? I mean, some of them, yes, they go to the rafters. But did we get 
did we get any of the like those little things that eke out wins because we're the team that gives away the leads that has to eke out the win. You need those guys, and you you. I don't care what anybody says; they're a better team when he's available and healthy. Tiff, yeah. to your point about that, I thought that they got good stuff in semi-transition because Rudy had to be trailing, right? Because he's in the back getting the rebound. And they were able to kind of get into early offense and they were able, I mean, because Duncan's kind of running to get open. So Minnesota's going to defend the handoff if Bam comes out. But then Bam's just like going to the free throw line and shooting a jumper and, and he hit. Those were the ones that he was hitting, right? Those are semi-transition. They're trailing, sagging. Kyle gets you into those more frequently. And not that, listen, Every, they've had fourth quarter problems with or without him. So I'm not here to yeah. say that he is right. the elixir to fixing that. No, but, but for sure, I think tonight you kind of wanted his pace and his kind of, you know, wherewithal to kind of get them schmoving. Yeah, I agree. Get them what? Schmoving. You heard him. Schmoving. Yeah. Listen, I'm trying to make <laughs> fetch happen. I, I'm trying to make schmoove a thing. And Did I you watch Mean Girls last night too? No, I, it's a class. No, it's a, that's, that's this week, though. It's you know, it's it's a classic. Is it a Christmas yeah. movie? Let's go around the room. Oh, Alpha, I, mean, I girls think are, it is a Christmas movie. I, I had some no, Christmas spirit Christmas watching movie. it. It's not a Christmas movie. Tiffany, no. is it a Christmas movie? Is oh, what? Magnog. Um, mean Girls. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> was there seen, even? Have you seen Mean Girls? Wasn't it like a whole a whole semester of school? I don't remember really. This yeah, thing. but but Jingle Bell rocks, bro. Jingle Bell, Jingle. I'm a pass. So there was. Thank you, Bonnie. gonna pass. Is it a Christmas? There's movie? a. There's that. my problem with this whole Christmas movie debate. It's just because Christmas takes place happens. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No, it is not. Yes. The theme of the movie needs to be Christmas. <laughs> Somebody else just said it. They sing one Christmas song. <laughs> no. And then Die Hard is not. Die Hard happened during Christmas. First of all, you can't. Hans Gruber Christmas, is Santa. What? If your Christmas movie. You, it can't well, be a I, Christmas I, I movie if the sequels aren't also said. about Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's what? a great point, Alf. There's like seven Die Hard movies. Only one of them is a Christmas movie? That's well, yes. The Santa Claus are all about Christmas. Tim Allen, me, well, I would fucking hope, what about so. Home I would hope so if it's called the Santa Claus. What, Home what about Home Alone? Uh, the first two Home are the Alone. only ones that matter, and they both take place during Christmas. And Die Hard, the first one is the only one that matters, and it's a Christmas movie. No, oh, listen, first of all, Die Hard with a Vengeance is the best Die Hard. I've only seen the fourth <laughs> set. Was that two? 
That it's, was three with Samuel Jackson. Three. Anything, uh, any movie where racist, you got to tack on extra words to the title is bullshit. No, it's listen, Friday that with the Avengers next. is the best dialogue. It's Friday this after is... next at Christmas. <laughs> Friday after Girl, next is a I've Christmas I've only seen movie. one Friday. It is, it is fair, a Christmas movie. you up there, that is fair. <laughs> is this because a real you... stat that the Heat are minus 96 in the fourth quarter this season? Yes. Yes. That, that, yes. That and you know how I know tonight. it's true? Because I actually had stats where at one point they were fifth, minus 56. So, yes, you're right. <laughs> They've lost 19 the first of time... 27 fourth quarters. Christian, hold on, hold on, on, could you say that again? Say it again. They have lost 19 of 27 fourth quarters. Yes. That's crazy. Sorry. The wild. fact that, that I'm up for these numbers, that tells you this shit is real. But you, <laughs> but you know what my favorite part about that stat is? What have you guys seen as far as an adjustment to their fourth quarter rotations, their fourth quarter approach, anything? Nothing. More Josh Richardson. More Josh need Richardson. Nothing. I need more Josh Richardson like I need more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Wait, I probably wanted more cowbell. <laughs> I want more cowbell. <laughs> Take us out, Brass. <laughs> no, they haven't adjusted. And then the defense they doesn't help. Like every tip it's we a talk defense about more our identity. Me, it's it's, it's the defense. You can get up, but it doesn't matter. As long as the other team keeps playing, we're going to let you back in the game. It's the defense. You know, it's, I think there's, I think there's two things. I think there's two things. I think they go into like this prevent offense. Like sure. we're up by eight with set with nine Ooh. minutes left. We're going to try to run the clock. Dude, like Alf, they run the ball on third and long every fucking time. That's what I'm saying. That's what they do. They're like, oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Look at the Jags fan <laughs> up in here. <laughs> no, but they're trying, they're trying to get to the end of the game instead of trying to win the game, yeah. right? So yeah. they do that yeah. all the time offensively, yes. right? And then defensively, like. I, Can't stop shit. Well, also when you when you when you play it's offense like that, you get to the end of shot clocks. You take bad shots. You get long rebounds. You get turnovers yes. where guys are Run pressing outs. at the end of a shot clock, and these guys are running the other way instead yep. of just like okay, let's put like let's put pressure on these guys and try to score in the fourth quarter. They completely like they just sell out the whole fourth quarter every single game, and like at, at some point, maybe do something different. Like, and there's some guys care. that. There's certain guys that don't play different in the fourth. Like, Kyle doesn't play different. Duncan doesn't play different. Kevin Love plays the same as he played the first three quarters. But some of these other guys, man, like Jimmy and Josh. I know Josh hit too, but every fourth quarter three, Josh takes. Yo, if that wide open one where it was literally one second that ticked off the clock. I was like, you got a whole shot clock, and that's what you did. (laughs) I was so bad. <laughs> Man. Come get your like when, when they when they take quick shots, they're really bad shots. Yeah. Or they just waste the entire shot clock. Like trying to run I, I just don't know. Like their 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 entire offensive game plan just goes to shit and all it does and it just ruins their defense. Because one thing I'll say, like they don't they don't do their I mean their transition defense this year. I don't know what the numbers say. John Jablanca help me out. But I don't know. Their transition defense has been trashed. And if they can't get you made up man. every time. If they can't if they can't get you into the half court, if they can't get you in the half court, it's it's rough. 
What did I say? John Jab- I didn't say John Jablonka. You said John Jablonka. No, no, that's his name. That's his name. Johnny was just being real mean. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just, I just think it's funny if somebody who's not on Twitter, who only listens to the show, is like, who the fuck is John Jablonka? He's on the TV show, like a it's, like it's hater. Right. But John no, Alpha is, Alf is right. Is this is the same shit. And it's like, try something new, do something new, put somebody else in, just try something. I'm sick of it. Or just try what it. you've been doing. Try to do what you've been doing. Or just try harder. Guys, I, I don't know if you feel this. I feel like at this point, it is a snowball. It is mental. They they know that they're bad in the fourth quarter. And when the fucking fourth starts, like, oh, shit, it's the fourth quarter. Because there's just no reason for them to be this bad. Because they're fine the rest. And it's just always, it's just every fucking time. Like, they shouldn't. The Pistons have lost 22 <laughs> straight games. Chat says, oh, try to make Josh. It could be worse, yeah. It could, it could be worse. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like every time I've seen Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry in the fourth quarter, I felt a lot better about this team and about the chances to win. Every time I don't see those guys in the fourth quarter, I don't feel very good. And I don't care who Tyler... Has Triple J made you feel bad in the fourth yet? No, no. Triple J either. But maybe... I don't know if his nuts hurt. I don't know what happened. Did he come back in after the nuts? I don't think think so. Sorry, Tiff. I didn't mean to. That man needs to be arrested for like five reasons, and that's one of them: hitting our son in the nuts. Five reasons. Shout out to Ethan. Shout yeah. out to Ethan. Right. Well, that was cute. I think Tip that n- no, but it's funny because I was like naming people who play the same. But I feel like I I said to Bond, I said this is what scares me about how when Tyler starts cooking like this, because he starts cooking like this, and that mofo runs out of gas by the middle of the third early fourth <laughs> and it happens repeatedly the stove just burners down right the stove just stops watch. working and <laughs> no and i felt like jimmy's just doing jimmy just watching him cook for like two quarters and i'm in the corner now i'm here it's oh let me just go ahead and get a bucket real quick so everybody think i'm scoring Tiffy's the old and, spice guy <laughs> right he, he's watching the show and then all of a sudden Tiff. girl the show stopped where you gonna jump in Tiff, we need you, know, you like I I I say I to me I'm like I'm watching Tyler and what he's doing doesn't bother me. It's what Jimmy does while Ty, while Tyler is doing what yes. he does. Yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, so I'm yes. agreeing with you. A lot of times I'm like I feel like Jimmy's like oh Tyler got this. Yeah, what did I say in the chat? Jimmy said <laughs> yeah. y'all got it. <laughs> and Jimmy just like spaces out. <laughs> Jack in the Jack. chat says Jimmy is a friend who ke- who tells you to keep drinking. Exactly. Yo, I swear, that's out. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, yes. like Jimmy, Jimmy sees Tyler cooking, he's like, "Oh, I gotta make breakfast." Like, uh-huh. and then, but like to this point, that becomes an issue when it's right. time to make breakfast when niggas and, need to eat. And, and, Tyler, and, and Tyler's like, "I ain't got it no more." And Jimmy's like, "Ah, oh, shit, damn." Because then it turns into Jimmy too long to warm up. Right. Now well, the you know that. Warm up. When he came back like... in, Jimmy didn't even look at the basket when he came back in. Except for, for that awkward three. Like he wasn't was even that trying his to... only fourth quarter field goal attempt. I don't know. He I don't go to I don't... hell. I hate him, man. Don't piss me off. Man, man. fuck Jimmy and Spo and Bam for tonight. Fuck 
All three of them. And also, God bless them, because they're the only reason we've been to the finals twice and three Eastern Conference It's finals. December, baby. But fuck it's them December. in this December game. Honestly, you don't know what bothers me? I fucking hate Timberwolves fans. There's like four of them on Twitter. And they get really, get really excited about beating Jimmy Butler, and then they find me, and I have to listen to these fucking weirdos and their fucking like- parkas and their fucking igloos. Yes. <laughs> it's a basketball game. You're fucking miserable. Then they, go to the, they go to that mall. That's all. That's, that's pretty much it. That I went mall? to Minnesota. Shut up. Yo, I don't know what's in Minnesota except for the arena. Fargo-ass motherfuckers. Go the mall man. and the airport. Uh, oh, God. And grain. Dairy eating Midwestern. Fuck. Shut yes. up. Grain and a burnt-down police precinct. That's all I know that's there. It's Take December. It right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all tomorrow. Shooting and eating rabbits and shit. Got a pot. How do you feel about Jonathan Majors? Bang, bang, bang. He was a scumbag. And if he didn't, honestly, that video was like, it was like, okay, like, uh, but he seems, he seems like the kind of motherfucker to do that kind of shit. So I'm like, eh, fuck it, I don't care. He like, seems I like the feel- type that might whoop your ass and eat an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Black and time. Jonathan Majors. I don't know who that is. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, so my, my I just believe that uh, got what he deserved, even if, even if he didn't get what he deserved. I believe. I believe he should stop dressing like a lawn jockey. I believe. Um, he got one of them satchels on his with a stick. Nobody knows the troubles I'm seeing. Taking a goddamn can. <laughs> Selling newspapers. Newspapers, sir. I got your newspapers. Heating up beans on a fucking bonfire. He out here. Yeah. He out here eating he rabbits fumbled. off the fucking side of the road. <laughs> He fumbled that bag harder than what's what's that? What was that Jets quarterback with that butt fumble? Mark Sanchez. He fumbled harder than Mark Fuck Sanchez. Fuck him picking up white women oh, trying man. to tell him, tell him to act like Coretta Scott King. I saw a tweet that was like. Going? I saw a tweet that was like. I mean, to his defense, Coretta's husband served some jail time. So. But you know, but he told that woman, "I'm a great man. You got to act like Coretta Scott." Any man that says I'm a great man, I don't cancel care. the show. Yeah, cancel the show if they tell you that. That's, him, like, that's like when Young Jeezy was talking to Neil Long. Oh yeah, exactly. It's but the difference energy. is, Neil Long with a windmill on his ass, had he got closer. That's my goat, though. That's my goat. He got the pass. That's the difference. Neil Long with a windmill on his ass. Have you seen Boys in the Hood? Is that a a Christmas movie? (laughs) Jonathan Majors was in Loki as a genius talking like a runaway slave. That's when I knew that motherfucker, like, he was gone. He was done. Well, no, he was from the runaway slave era. No, but he was supposed to be a genius. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, 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 oh. We gonna do this time machine, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Miss Minutes. Yes, sir, Miss Minutes. be mighty good, sir. Ooh, I'm gonna take you back in the past. It was a time machine, dog. It was Tinker Did y'all watch Lovecraft Country? Black people not gonna get the words right, Christian. Just let us ad lib. Sir, that's how I. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Y'all watch Lovecraft Country? I did. I can't even believe his portrayal. I mean, <laughs> can you? <laughs> Damn. Please take us out. We're at 46 minutes. I was, <laughs> I was, listen, I was trying to skip the I schedule for the week and I'll start talking about Major video. Somebody. Sanguish said we unhinged. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get a white king because of this shit. And it's gonna be Tom fucking Cruise. Gonna be fucking Brad Pitt out here. It's gonna be Tom Cruise, short as hell, standing on the block, trying trying to look eye to eye with one of the MCU heroes. Scarlet Johansson. Scarlett Johansson gonna be the new king. She goes show. She goes show. She gonna show up in blackface. Well, I was offered the role, and so I thought that they. I'm here. I'm here. They're gonna, they're gonna have Rachel Nichols. Oh, bitch! Rachel's gonna be one. Hey, Rachel's gonna be one of the variants. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.